Hey, it's Wednesday. So welcome to the Monday morning show. Ryan G. Hensley, Grant Elcone. I'm leaving for Vegas in like three hours. And training camp feels like it's kind of over. But it's not. It's We're not. here. And we got joint practices coming up. But we want to like reflect on what we've seen the last few weeks. Give out some awards. Like when people graduate high school among the recognized. What award yeah. did you win? Uh... I didn't win any awards. No, no awards in high school. I was Best not award worthy. Best car. Best I had a car. Camaro, eighty-seven Merrill. How did but, I know? Yeah, they didn't vote Pretty for size. me. Though. Biggest Mac. Definitely. What no. do you think I won? Uh. Best personality. No. Oh. Not even close. Best hair. Best hair. No. Biggest flirt. Biggest flirt. Wow. Look at you go. Look, look at Grant. <laughs> Raising the roof. Raising the roof, children. All right, let's get into Among the Recognized. I was biggest flirt. Who was the offensive MVP of training camp, your opinion? I mean, it's pretty simple, right? Brandon Ayuk, what, what were your numbers on him when, when it comes to his pass catches? Like, he had, he had easily the most. Yeah, I like stopped counting the last two days, but through nine days, he had 31, and then he had two more practices after that, so... What was More the than thirty-five? What was the second best? What was Debo it like? with nineteen? Now Debo, you know, had some catches. This this was through nine days. I got to update it, but yeah, it was like he had twice as much as the next guy. He's just Almost. dominating. He's just yeah. dominating. What where where do you think Brandon Ayuk's gonna go as far as like uh, ranking him throughout the NFL? Is he a top ten guy? Is he a top twenty? Where do you, where do you see Brandon? Ayuk? I think he's a top ten guy. The way I look at it, I was talking about this uh, with the coach recently. Shout out him, like. Debo is in the perfect system for him. Like the Niners optimize Debo. Like mm -hmm. he's somewhat limited, but on the Niners, he seems like he's versatile. He can do so much. Ayuk isn't being optimized by the 49ers. Like they don't have the quarterback or the offense to really optimize him. He should be in a pass first team as a number one target with a quarterback like Josh Allen or oh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, but he's not. And so he has to run digs and speed outs and curls and shallow crosses, which he can do, but he also could be running posts and post corners and like fades and all that kind of stuff that say Justin Jefferson gets to run and he doesn't really get that part of his uh, game accentuated. So he would be even better on another team. The yeah. Niners are sort of holding him back to a degree, but I still think what shows the mark of a great player is that they can still make a big impact. And that's what he's doing right now. Yeah. It seems like he's going to get a thousand yards again. I guess this will be the first time since Anquan Bolden, where the 49ers have had a receiver get a thousand yards two years in a row. So yeah, he's barring injury, I would think I would expect that just the way Kyle Shanahan's calling plays. It seems like Brandon Ayuk is the primary target more times than not, as he should be because he gets open and he catches. Well, it's not that he catches everything. He just can catch poorly uh, thrown passes. I think, one big weakness with this team is just drops in general. And it was like a big issue yesterday. I dropped one. Like, why do you guys drop so many passes? Yeah. That'd be one way to improve the team big time. Easily. Drop fewer passes. Yeah. Uh, well, I imagine I he's, he's going he's gonna to get that record again. First since Anquan Bolden. And that's without having that quarterback or that offense to assist him there. By the way, I noticed we're both wearing white t-shirts. I'm, I'm glad you got the memo. I slang in my white tee. I bang in my white tee. Forget a throw <laughs> throwback. I look clean in my white tee. Sorry. Yeah. But that's how we did it back in 2004. But they would be really, really big, the tall tee. White t-shirts are a staple of my uh, – is it Stafford? You get your... are, you wearing, are you wearing Stafford? No. Kirkland. You got you to go Stafford. Kirkland. 
No, 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 no. Everyone knows that the Kirkland makes Kirkland makes the best wire. Like these, you can't mess with this collar right here. Like it never stretches. It's it's like a five dollars shirt, and it'll last you for like ten years. Yeah, it's great, Kirkland. It's, I'm this telling is, you, this isn't, the OGs this isn't now. Stafford, but I usually wear Stafford only. JC Penney's. Shout out to Stafford. Oh, okay. Shout out to JC. Yeah. 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 Congrats on your yeah. sponsorship, by the way. I saw that. Hey. Speaking of, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. We'll do a little spot, talk about right, gambling. Right. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hold on. Omari's World says, I miss Harbaugh. He used to actually embrace his quarterback. That's true. Big time. Big time. Literally. Whereas Kyle sort of competes with him. Yeah. Slap the pads. Yeah. Slap it a pad. Slap it a... <laughs> Lamonte757 says, what if just what if Kyle is so hard on Trey because he is like a dad hard on the son that sees more in him but tries to get results with tough love? Remember, he wanted him to take the job from Jimmy. Okay, so then why is he calling Brock Purdy the real deal and Sam Darnold the next Steve Young? Because he wants him to fail? Yeah, he's that dad that never tells his son he's proud of him. Mm. That's the dad. And I feel is. like that's probably the kind of dad Mike was. Mm. Deep. You kind of, yeah. I'm not saying everyone is like their parents, but some people are. Some people sort of repeat what their parents modeled. Some people. Some and I wonder. Way. Yeah. Some go the other way. I'm looking at you, Ryan. I'm looking at you, Ryan. All right, moving on. Defensive MVP at training camp. See, this one was tough for me. Because um, nothing really jumped out when I was there, but I was focusing on uh, offense mostly because I was only there for a couple of days. So I was really focusing on the quarterbacks more than mm -hmm. anything, obviously. But, I, you know, just Talanoa Hufunga continues to be this, the first man out uh, before practice two years in a row. I, I see he's having a positive influence on Jair Brown. He's coming out there with him. I think Huff is just a leader, man. I just love his personality. And, and when I, what I did see, I, he seems to be around the ball. Although he does struggle a little bit against George Kittle. But I, I'm going to go with Huff. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to. I like it. But I'm going to give a controversial take here. All right. To Sean Gibson. Okay. I think this guy is like underrated. He, he doesn't get enough credit. Like he he could intercept eight passes in a season and people be like, yeah, that 31 on the Niners is solid. Like what? Yeah. He has more interceptions in his career than Earl Thomas had. He is a real ball hawk and he has three pick sixes in camp so far through 11 days. Why? Uh, that's, why? why is he like, yeah. why is he so underrated? Like he was last year too. I don't too. know. Yeah. He's bounced around the league. No one ever in like, has invested in him long-term, but every season it's like three, four, five interceptions. He's so consistent. First thing the Niners do this offseason is trade up for a guy who can replace him, and he's like, oh, word, I'm the guy. That's the low man on the totem pole. Watch right. me ball out in training camp. And one thing is really cool, so he gets his – I mean, he's so good. He's always in the right spot. He has these picks. And then after practice, uh, they eat lunch, and we do the interviews, and then I go outside to do my little videos. And every day I see him walking over to just walk to his, I assume, girlfriend or wife who's just chilling in the car. And they talk. And it's like, that is so cute. You know, yeah. I, I don't know who that woman is. Maybe I'm just. But it just seems like he's, hey, honey, how you doing? How'd you do? Oh, you know, I kicked fucking ass today. Like I always do. That's good. That's really you nice. You might have just snitched on him. You never know. Yeah, sorry. If, it, if that's like not your. <laughs> I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't have said that. But I see him every day. And yeah. it doesn't seem like he's being yeah. sneaky. No, he I'm... just gives me a little head nod. Yeah. And, Goes out and talks to his girl and comes nah, back. I think that's a good yeah. pick, man. He last year, honestly, yeah. you could make a serious argument that he had a better year than Hufunga, right? He had I five he interceptions, right? Huff had four. I thought he did. Yeah, yeah. it's just Hufunga is like 
I don't know. He's got the hair. He's got the Troy Polamalu co-sign. He's, he's famous. A draft pick. Draft pick. He's a draft pick. He's a name. Tashawn Gibson's nobody, but I thought he was the MVP of uh, the defensive MVP of camp because he took like no days off. He brought the same level of intensity every day. I'm not saying he's a better player than Hafunga or that he's better than Traverius Ward. He just showed up. So did Ayuk. Yeah. Yeah. They, no, set, the, I, they set the standard. Last year, I felt that same way. I mean, even when uh, Jimmy Ward was coming back, uh, a lot of people wanted Jimmy Ward to just take Gibson's spot, but Gibson was playing so well. As much, mm. And Jimmy Ward was probably my favorite player on the 49ers defense going into last year. But Gibson was playing so well. How can you bench him? Right. right. So. Yeah, I, and also like Fred Warner was great, Drake Greenlaw was great, Eric Armstead was great, Javon uh, Hargrave was great. Like up the middle, the defense was phenomenal. And in the, on the outside, Le- Lenore is way well. We'll talk about, it, but Lenore's way better than last year. The defense played well. Yeah, they just don't have defensive ends right now. Ah, yeah, where's he at? I, I, and it's like no one cares. I don't know. I think from Steve Wilkes' perspective, I'd want to have Nick Bosa. I've I've never coached this defense before. I might want to do different things. I have pressure packages that not only involve Nick Bosa, but feature Nick Bosa, and he's not there. So we get no reps. That sucks. So that kind of forces your hand to be vanilla right off the bat, doesn't it? I don't know. We'll see. I, I took a Where's Waldo photo, and I, I, I shrunk Nick Bosa, and I put him in there. It says, Where's yeah. Nick Bosa? Just for fun. He, I thought that, I thought you, that was he's actually in there? Yeah, I put him in there. He's on That's my Twitter. Dope. I got to go yeah. see if I can find him. Did someone find him? Yeah, you got, yeah, someone found him. You guys can go look. try to find Nick Boza. Try. Yeah. I, I think I know where he is. He's at home. Florida. In South Florida. Chilling. <laughs> Chilling. Chilling. Yeah. Are you worried about that? I'm, I'm not really. I think he's going to, I think it's going to come together late. But I don't happen. worry about anything, man. I only worry about myself and my own life. Care. Nick Boza, I don't give a damn. Yeah. I'm not going to stress about Nick, but <laughs> he's yeah. going to end up getting like hundreds of millions of dollars. So I'm not stressing about him. Yeah, He's not true. stressing about me either. That's the thing. I don't stress about people who don't stress about me. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not worried about you. Not at all. Yeah. So I'm not worried about Nick. He's going to get his money. The Niners are going to work this out. The way I read this is, I don't think Nick wants to be here right now. And I know, like, there's a bunch of defensive linemen who are due for extensions right now, right? Like, uh, was Chris Jones one and Brian Burns one? Mm-hmm. So he's waiting. He's wait. I mean, like those guys got to go first. It's probably the agent saying, like, we're in no rush. This market will probably take care of itself right before the season starts. So it's just a business thing, and he is in the ultimate control, the ultimate seat, uh, you know, spot because he was the defensive player of the year. He's yeah. gonna be the highest paid player, and he can wait as long as he wants. And the Niners can't say a damn thing about it. What, they can't what are the plane? The they just have to say we love Nick and we'll take him. We'll take him any way we can get him. Gee, golly, he's almost like a bully in in, uh, in school. And the Niners are like, yeah, we love him because it's like <laughs> you'd rather have him on your team than not on your team, right? right. He's not really on your team. Yeah, you you may name him a captain, but he's not out here. He's just an independent contractor, and you damn sure don't want him on the other team. You want him on yours, even though he's not going to make it, not going to be here, not going to not not, not going to not going to. But yeah, he's great. For not for not 49er fans' sake, what what's the percentage you give him for not playing week one? Playing week one, hundred percent. Yeah, gonna play. Yeah, I, you know, will will he know the play calls from Steve Wilkes? I don't know. Will Steve Wilkes know like be able to do the things he wanted to do with him? I don't know. But he'll probably be. I, my guess is that Nick Bosa will be in the best shape we've ever freaking seen him week one. That's my yeah. guess. 
And I, also, the fact that he has an extended offseason and can stay in that little lab that him and his family have in South Florida might mean that he could last longer. Because it seems to me that he kind of fades at the end. People don't want to say it because he's yeah. the greatest player in the league, whatever. But he kind of fades at the end of seasons. So maybe this is all a plan of Nick Bosa. Stay in the lab, do your thing, and then come to the team in September as opposed to October, as opposed to August, and fade in February as opposed to January. No sacks in the playoffs, right? Or did he have one? I think it was one. Close to maybe none. Close to none. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So maybe that's a good strategy. Maybe. Yeah. We'll what does he work. have to do out here? Like honestly, coming to training camp, how does he get better? He only gets better, maybe, going against Trent Williams. How many reps is Trent Williams really gonna take in one on ones? Like five. And then eleven on elevens, some. But like I just feel like most of the days Bosa wouldn't be doing anything anyway. So the other thing, but, but he could be, at least come to the meetings. That's the thing. You have a new defensive coordinator. Wouldn't you? You don't have to freaking practice. Don't care. But like, wouldn't you want him there? Maybe not. Maybe he just zoom in. But I don't get the feeling he's zooming in. I get the feeling he's like, you haven't paid me yet. Don't fucking call me. <laughs> I'll see you when talk to my agent. And when you work it out, I'll be there. That's the way I see it. That'd be a good question. That'd be a good question for Kyle. Yeah. Is he, is he on the Zoom meetings? You know, I think that'd be interesting to find out. But honestly, yeah. I don't think it matters. Nick Bosa is Nick Bosa. He's going to show up and he'll be fine. And he'll do the Nick Bosa things when he's ready. Let's be nice. It's fun to ask Steve Wilkes about this because he's going to say the right thing. But what's his face going to look like? Right. I bet you he's not happy about it. I get this job. The first thing I do, my best player doesn't show up at all. I can't even contact him. Sweet. Great. Great, great, great. Everyone's going to want me to have the number one defense in the league, and no one's going to give me this excuse. Sweet. Thanks, Wilkes Nick. Is, Wilkes has that old school vibe I get from. I get an old school vibe from Wilkes, so I think he, he probably does want him. Which might, I agree. If, and he's got that old school vibe, and I wonder if it pisses him off that his best player just ghosted him. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Nick, for the respect and, well, you know, deference. Appreciate it. He'll probably get over it really quickly. I just think, yeah, I agree. Nick's so funny. Like he's never, ever treated a coach like a coach. He came to the 49ers. I remember before he played a game, someone asked him, are you, are you like looking forward to getting to know and playing for Robert Sala? And it was like a 21 year old talking about a 40 year old. And he was like, yeah, man, I really can't wait to play some golf with Robert. It's like, that's your buddy now. Like I bet essentially. Yeah. I I feel like coaches kind of just have to kiss Nick's ass at this point. Kind of like, have you seen hard knocks? The way yeah, everyone talks Paul, to Aaron Rodgers in that, last, yeah, I watched yeah. it last night. The way everyone talks to Rodgers on that show, that's yeah. sort of Nick Bosa on this team. And what's crazy about Bosa is that I put up a poll yesterday on Twitter for Niner, well, Niner fans mostly. Would you trade Nick Bosa for a franchise quarterback? However you define it. 56% of people said no. So he's got a lot. That's the Niners franchise quarterback. He's got all the leverage. They're lost, man. I, when I was watching that, what I was lost. thinking of is... What I was thinking of is, damn, how nice it would be to have freaking Aaron Rodgers. Like, I don't give a shit, excuse me, a crap. I don't don't care about his personality. I don't care about if you disagree with his politics. But if the the 49ers were able to get Aaron Rodgers instead of the Jets, obviously, you know, Green Bay doesn't want to trade him to an NFC team. I get that. But go go give him Nick Bosa for all I care. Give him Nick Bosa. Give him whatever you need. Right. Get fucking Aaron Rodgers. You win a Super Bowl. Like, that's how I see it. But – Maybe I'm just crazy. But do you do you see how Robert Sala and Nathaniel Hackett handle Aaron Rodgers? Oh, yeah. He, he's, he's, he's the greatest. He's the he's head the coach. He's the greatest. I, I like he's Sala. He's the head coach he, of the team. 
He runs that whole thing now. He does. He runs the whole thing. And Robert Sala is sort of like the number two guy. And Nathaniel Hackett's like the number three guy. And they ride back seat and they praise every freaking decision that Aaron Rodgers does. Every throw. Oh my God. That's just a Hall of Famer. That's just a Hall of Famer. You have a lifetime, a life size picture of Kyle Shanahan doing that for Aaron? Oh, no. I don't. No. I don't. The, Kyle would compete with him. That's Kyle would come in. Hey, man, I know you think you're the greatest quarterback of all time, but these five fucking plays yesterday were unfucking acceptable. <laughs> Let's talk about them. Yeah. That's what that's, 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 that's how his dad talked to yeah. Steve Young, and Steve Young loved it. He's like, oh, bring it on. I'm, I'm, I'm the greatest. I love it. Yeah. And it worked for him. But Aaron is not like that. No. Aaron's a sensitive man who needs to be praised all the time. He needs his ego stroked all the time because yeah. he's not really considered the greatest quarterback of his generation. Tom Brady is, and he thinks he's better. So you have to constantly be like, man, you just invented playing quarterback, and you're the greatest thrower ever, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I don't think Kyle could do it. And if he could, they'd win a Super Bowl. But he can't. Yeah. That's, that's probably why they didn't get Tom Brady as well. R. King says, here's $5. Thank you. Khalil Camp says, pro club, white tees all day. Kirkland. <laughs> pro club. Kirkland. R. King, he knows yeah. what I'm talking about. Lamonte says, how many picks do you think each quarterback throws versus Vegas over the next couple of days? Marcus Peters has been a headache. I love Marcus Peters. I love that he's still in the league. Oakland's finest. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Probably um, Brock's been doing that, so a few. I give I – give, Jimmy had seven over two days, and now he's going against the Niners. And I guess seven, not only seven, but six drops, right? So that's 13 yeah. over two days against the Raiders defense. So I'm going with eight against the Niners over the next two practices, minimum. Jay Will says, did you grow up bumping 3-6 Mafia? I feel like they were in your rotation. Like, yeah, they were in everyone's rotation. Project yeah, Pat, 3-6 Mafia, Memphis's finest right there. They were a lot of fun. Although when I was in middle school, New Orleans kind of had like the stranglehold on all the dances and it was all about Manny Fresh. Manny Fresh. And I've been listening to Juvenile's albums a lot recently again because I like Juvenile and it's been like 20 years. And man, he had all the great Manny Fresh beats. He was so good. Yeah. He made so many albums, that dude. And all those beats are fire. Manny Fresh. Uh, growing up, I, I liked 3-6 Mafia, but I was real big on my Bay Area local underground rap at that age. So... That's mostly what I listen to. Well, yeah, but like when I was a kid in 2000, 2001, the internet was big. So it was like, yeah. yeah, the regional stuff was, you could hear the Bay Area stuff, but if you wanted to hear stuff from Memphis, that was so attainable at the time. And that felt like Napster, wow. We had we had AOL, dial-up. Internet was just Good times. starting when I was a kid. Yeah, spend yeah. all day to, to download one song at <laughs> time. Yeah. Uh, William says... The difficulty of schedule is being overlooked. Going into 23 with Brock Purdy and Bosa on limited offseason could make for a bad start. Pittsburgh, not the Giants. not Well, yeah, that's the games. Pittsburgh, Giants, Dallas, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Jacks can all be playoff teams. No cakewalk. Not to mention just the sheer amount of travel. I have to do it. There's the three division games, but then there's six other road games, and they're all hella far away. Cleveland, Minnesota, Cleveland Minneapolis, Pittsburgh, Philly, D.C., Jacksonville. All like four, five, six-hour flights. Exhausted. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna have fun. It's gonna be a tough season. Uh, it really is. Brock's gonna be tested. If Brock emerges out of this season, continues his winning ways, you know, loses maybe four or five games tops, he's gonna seal the deal because this schedule is schedule is tough. So if he can stay healthy, play the whole season, and and come out of it uh, on top, he Brock's not going anywhere for a long time, and Trey will be gone. Yeah. Yep, yep. Give me the best offensive rookie from training camp. Offensive rookie? And don't I, I, pick I, a special teams player. 
Damn it! I was, you know, Jake Moody's on the list. Nope. Even though All he right. he you know he scores points, but not. Yeah, he's really special teams. Uh, I, I'm gonna say Braden Willis. Braden mm-hmm. Willis, best offensive rookie that I can think of. Uh, he he's made a number of catches. He looks better than Latu right now, uh, from at least a catching standpoint. So I, I think Braden Willis has really jumped out, and I, that's one of the positions I'm really interested. I started my 53 man today. And I'm like really curious about how this is going to work out. I think they're going to cut a lot of good players, but with the tight ends, maybe you can give me your your deal. I, I feel like Braden Willis is on the team. George Kittle, Braden Willis, Latu. Are they going to go? It ain't Latu. Gonna... I'll tell you that. Yeah, Latu. It Black ain't Latu. Yeah, but he's not the best offensive rookie. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, my, as no. far as the best offensive rookie to answer the question is Braden Willis. Willis. I, yeah. Who do you have? I don't even Braden Willis. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know. Like he can't block, in my opinion, and or at least on the at the point of attack. Maybe he can block in other ways. But as a tight end at the point of attack, I don't see it. And then as a he's better than Latu, but sometimes I feel like it's that Kalen Labor, the running back. He doesn't get a ton of burn, but I want to see him in the preseason. I think he's going to be good. I'm not really. Sometimes it's Ronnie Bell, but eh, I don't know. That's my my. Assessment of Ronnie Bell. Yeah. <laughs> then when I was going through my 53 man today, <laughs> I have Ronnie Bell going to the practice squad. I got laboring. They're trying to sneak him to the if practice they, squad. If they wave Ronnie Bell, no one's going to claim him. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. No. You could wave him. Yeah. You I could wave Brandon, like, Braden Willis probably. No no disrespect. I mean, possibly. Lots of like people would snatch up because of he was drafted. It, so, yeah. I don't think you can but sneak But, man, him. he might be the worst offensive rookie right now. I dude can't. But be bothered to put two hands out to try to catch the ball, man. Like the, t- the the amount of times he tries to catch the ball with one hand when he doesn't have to, it's crazy because he has a tough enough time catching it with two. It's in your name, La yeah. Two, not La One. Okay, La Two hands. And you gotta use them. He leads the team and drops right through training, camp. and he like has like seven targets. He's dropped like four or five passes. Come on, man. Which is unfortunate. He can block for sure. Looks and like I when I was there. I mean, you you saw more of him, but when I was there, he seemed to get open. He, he seemed agree. to be he seemed to be more explosive. He seemed to be more explosive than I anticipated, actually. So he just got to figure out how to catch footballs. He uh, looks like he'd be tough to tackle. He looks like yeah. he's tough to cover. He looks like he's tough to beat as a blocker. Catch the ball, man. You know what though, Grant? He did start his college career as a linebacker. As a DN. Yeah, or, DN, or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever. whatever, yeah, yeah. So he this okay. is new. This is fairly new to him. Okay, so, so he's he's a developmental. I, I'm not writing him off. I just yeah. feel like he's working. I don't know. He's got a ways to go. Maybe yeah. it'll all come together in Vegas. But I feel like he's got a ways to go. Yeah. Danny Gray had a ways to go. Look at him now. Give me the best defensive rookie in training camp. Uh, what did I have? Best defensive rookie. Oh, I got. So I want to say Jair Brown, but I really think it's Deshaun Jameson. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, Jair Brown, I, he got an interception yesterday, and he's always been solid. When I watched, there was nothing that, like, made me question whether he was good or not, but there's nothing that jumped out for me when I was there either, uh, besides the fact that he was out there first with uh, Hufanga. Uh, but Deshaun Jameson, man, to me, as an undrafted free agent, I think he's making the roster. I have him on the team. I agree. Uh, based on what I saw. So it's got to be him. If you go from a UDFA rookie to I already have you penciled on on the team, I, I got to go with Deshaun Jameson. I mean, he's he's so good. You might look at him as the first corner off the bench if Lenore or Traverius Ward isn't 
healthy. Like he's, he might be better than Samuel Womack. I think he is better than Ambry Thomas. Darrell Luter Jr. has been hurt, could start the season on pup. So yeah. Deshaun Jameson's good. He breaks up a lot of passes. Only thing I noticed from him is in the one-on-ones a couple days ago, he got flagged twice. And I think he's like so aggressive that he might be, you know, a penalty waiting to happen, especially as a rookie before he has a name. Although on the best defense in the league, maybe refs will let him slide. So he's very aggressive, kind of small, almost a little uh, Jason Verretti, kind of. Wow. wow. I don't know. Well, Wilkes, you know, he's a defensive back specialist. So if anybody can get him out of that habit, it'll be him. But you do see that uh, often with rookies, rookie corners. Um, but it sounds like something he can probably work out during the preseason. And I'm sure Wilkes is already on top of it. But the main thing is that he's able to cover and stay with guys. Uh, and he can work out the hand stuff um, later on. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I got to say Deshaun Jameson. And honestly, his success as a corner. Ooh. Also makes me wonder if he's going to get some reps at return, man. Ooh. Which also might put somebody, one of these receivers, in jeopardy. What are you, what are you ooing about? You got something there? I think I got a comparison for Deshaun Jameson. All right, DJ Reed. Mm. DJ Reed is a really good starting cornerback that the Niners drafted, waived, got picked up by Seattle, became a starter for them, and now is a really good starter, number two dude for Salah and the Jets. 5'9", 188, runs a 451. Okay. Deshaun Jameson, 5'9, 184, runs a 451. Agility off the charts. Not quite as explosive as DJ Reed. But this guy, I'm t- this guy could end up being a starter for the 49ers. He could end up being better than Lenore. Deshaun Jameson be, is, is legit. That'd be great. I have I only have five dudes right now. I only got five rookies making the team on my 53 right now. Obviously, that could change throughout the preseason. Yeah. But he's one of them, and he wasn't even drafted. So mm. we'll see how this goes. But I'm excited. So Jair Brown, that, that interception he made yesterday is legit. I mean, a lot of safeties could go their whole career not making that play. Mm-hmm. Looks like he probably is a playmaker, and I think he's going to end up being good. But just based on what people did in training camp, this was the uh, Deshaun Jameson training camp for sure. That's good. I'm glad we agreed, man. Yeah. Most improved player on the team based on training camp. Uh, I, I don't think there's a question uh, most improved is going to be Trey Lance. Uh, I think he's night and day better than he was last year. And to do it coming off of two ankle surgeries and also still somehow manage to improve with Jeff Christensen and then apply it in practice. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot. we heard a lot of people saying there's no way that, you know, you can go practice your mechanics. But once you start playing football, it goes away and it's very hard to change. But it looks clearly like he has. I mean, the ball jumps off his hands. His mechanics are refined. He's way more accurate, especially in that intermediate range where that's his. That's where he struggled the, the most. You know, you hear a lot about the layups for Trey Lance, but if you look at his percentages, the greatest difference between Brock Purdy and Trey Lance is in that intermediate range, that ten to twenty yard range, uh, and he looks to be the best one of these quarterbacks in that range to me. Yeah. And. I think uh, he's going to surprise a lot of people, and we'll see how it plays out in the preseason, but I think there's no question he's the most improved player on the team. Uh, there's no one, other one. And, one other one. You might have him. Let me, you have another one? No, I was going to talk about Trey for a second before we move on. Okay. I think I it's amazing one. that he could make these strides in one offseason. Yeah. You know, with a private coach, two sessions, a few weeks, carried over the field. That's really impressive, and it's really – like it's too bad – the Niners couldn't have figured this out two years ago. 
Yeah. Time is of the essence. This guy is on a rookie contract. You don't want to waste a minute. And Jeff Christensen was out there. Jimmy Garoppolo had worked with him since high school. You could have talked to Jimmy. He was in your facility. Instead, you sent Trey to John Beck. You broke his finger in a preseason game. Like, such wasted time. And yeah. now he's a backup. It's like, man, this all could have been avoided. Yeah. All could have been avoided. But better late than never, I guess, for Trey. One of the many reasons why I don't buy into the trade or especially cut Trey Lance thing. I mean, if you're seeing these improvements coming off a short offseason, coming back from an ankle surgery, uh, who knows? he's not done yet. That's the other thing. He, he's improved a lot, and there's so much more he can improve on. And he's neck and neck with all these quarterbacks. I don't care. You know, there's not not one of these quarterbacks is head and shoulders above the other. And so for Trey Lance That's to go from truth. where he went, yeah, from last year to this year and with still more room to grow, I absolutely there's no question he's the most improved. Yep. And he's remember, he's doing this all in training camp where there's no zone read, there's no scrambling, Good. there's no threat of his legs at all. I, I like when that they, personally. Right, but like when they get in a game, if he ever were to play with this team, there would be. Yeah. Defenses would have to account for that, which yeah. would open things up in ways that doesn't get open in training camp, is what I'm saying. So it's a factor. Yeah. He's basically competing on Brock Purdy's terms, if you know what I mean. When yeah, they're not the same quarterback. And there are things that Trey can do that Brock can't. But he's compete, everyone's competing on Brock's term because it's Brock's team right now. Trey looks like the most dynamic, most talented quarterback out there. Brock looks like he runs the offense the best. That's kind of my impression. Like he's he's running the way Kyle wants it to be ran, but Trey looks like he's the most, most confident guy at this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But See, Trey's got to get out there and win some games to gain that For confidence. Sure. That's what he needs. He's got to go yeah. out there, win games on the field, see it. Then yeah, Purdy kind of like struts around the field like he won the Super Bowl last year, and Trey walks around the field like he wishes he wasn't on the 49ers. So it's like way it's like it's a a palpable difference. Mm -hmm. But again, like this could all change if they lose in Pittsburgh week one. Yeah. 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 It's got, I gotta go, I gotta go Trey and then real quick. And it's really just because of what I saw briefly and what you've been talking about. Uh the Amador Lenore, I think it has yeah. improved. And uh, yeah. he gets an honorable mention here on this award for me. Uh just based on what I saw, he looks stronger. Um, and he seems to be having a lot of success in training camp. Your mic all right there? Yeah, it's all right. Sorry to be distracting. I would agree. I think one of the things, two people get big credit for the Lenore improving. Lenore being yeah. one for working his butt off as opposed to whatever Ambry Thomas has been doing the last two years. And Brandon Ayuk. I feel like yeah. those two guys have been facing each other, Lenore and Ayuk, every day for a while. And Ayuk is obviously better than Lenore. Gets the better of Lenore. But he's also making Lenore better. What they say? Iron sharpens iron. Why isn't Charverius matched up with Brandon Ayuk? Why is he matched up with Debo? Why is Debo still cute? Why is still Debo still wide receiver one? Should he be? It's because they have Traverius Ward on the left, which is where you usually put your number one corner because you usually have your number one wide receiver on the right. Yeah. But on the Niners offense, Debo's a f more of like an old school flanker. And I think Ayuk's more of like an old school split end. And so the, the, the X receiver in old school offenses would be on the left more um, yeah. just for whatever reason, like the quick throws are on the right and the longer throws are on the left. Mm. So I think that's just how it works on the Niners uh, because Ayuk's better at getting off the press. He's a better route runner. And with Debo, you just want to get the ball in his hands and let him do stuff. That's yeah. kind of how it works on the Niners. 
Yeah, because I was watching yeah. the Jets, you know, last night, and you see Sauce going against uh, Garrett Wilson, and right. And to me, I'm just watching like, man, they, those guys are both amazing, and they they're going to make themselves great. And yeah. uh, it'd be nice if I mean maybe Lenore is just as good as Charvarius. I don't know, but it'd be nice no. to see Brandon Ayuk going against Charvarius. It would be nice. Because they did in 11-on-11 yesterday, and Traverius locked him up and almost intercepted the pass. Traverius is really good. As good as Ayuk is, like, Traverius could probably shut him down. Not yeah. not every time. But he's that good. He just doesn't, like... He's already gotten paid, essentially. Yeah. And guys like that often don't bring it every day in early August, which is fine. They've, I mean, it's fine. It's not ideal, but it's fine. They've proven themselves. Unless you're CMC. Yeah, pretty much. Um our King says with Brock struggles in camp, although he takes like every third day off, so I'm not going to. With Brock struggles in camp, why are the Niners still hell-bent on starting him? Losses could be the difference in getting a bye uh, at home field. How about this? You, you could have said this last year. With Trey Lance's struggles in camp, why are the Niners still hell-bent on starting him? Like, that's what last year was. He wasn't great in camp last year, and they started him anyway. I feel like the Niners sort of make their mind up at this quarterback spot Whoa. so they can say, we have a plan. Everything's going according to plan, not like we're winging it. Well, in fairness, man, I feel like Brock Purdy, you won eight games in a row. It'd be bad for the locker room not to start him. So there's really no competition going on between Brock and anybody. They determined that a long time ago. That Brock I mean, was you could always say start. we're going to go slow with Brock. Yeah. It's not that. Brock's our starter. Brock, you can always be, Brock's our starter, but we're going to be patient Yeah, because we really like him and he want, we, he's part of our future. And then someone else starts week one and you're like, well, now we're riding the hot hand. Well, that's what I thought was going to happen with Brock because I didn't think his timeline was going to be so short, like as far as recovery. I thought they were going to be like – if it was close, I thought they were going to do what you just said. But, he, you know, he shows up day one of training camp. So, I, you know, it kind of changes everything. Lamonte757 says, if Kyle really cares about Brock, he would say he is quarterback one publicly, no sugar court. He always says he doesn't know. He has to start pretty because how he ended last year, what happens when Moody misses game-winning kick? Yeah, it's interesting, like – they they give him all the reps. They say he's not going to start because the starters aren't starting. Um, but they won't come out and call him the starter. Like why not? What why? To motivate him. So when I heard okay. him call him a starter, when in regards to this game coming up, I figured that was basically what he was doing. But has anyone asked him yet? Is Brock pretty starting week one recently? Has anyone asked him that? Guess not. Maybe maybe he would say yes if asked. I could do that. Game time says, if we got Kirk, what our defense look like 16 Atlanta? If we got Kirk, what our defense Some people would have to go. Oh, I see what you're saying. We'd have to get yeah. rid of some guys. I mean, I think so. you, could, you could trade Bosa, and boom, there you go. Juan Torres says, Grant, Nick Wright definitely used all your points, almost word for word. Need my boy Grant. I mean, I don't know if he watched me or you or someone else, but it felt like all of a sudden Nick Wright wanted to try his hand in the – Trey Lance discussion. I didn't see and it. He just said stuff that we've been saying for years. So mm -hmm. shout out to Nick Wright for doing his homework and having good taste, I guess. Ezio Sanchez says, what's your favorite airline? Do you fly out of Oakland? Uh, I do fly out of Oakland. It's a wonderful, wonderful, casual, relaxed airport where there's not that many people. And Sack my favorite airline? Sack. Sack, I mean, is, I don't know. Sack is the same. I think even San Jose is kind of like that. San Jose is nice. They have a, yeah. um, a Trader Vicks in the terminal. Which is nice. You get the original Mai Tai. So it's so mellow. It's just like yeah, just, Oakland's hella mellow. Yeah. Um, cool. My favorite airline, I don't know. They're all awful, equally. They're Hawaiian terrible. Airlines. Hawaiian Airlines. It's my best experience. Yeah. Why? What'd they do? 
they're just it's just amazing they're just cool yeah they're sorry and unfortunately not uh you know i don't know if people pray or whatnot but it's going down in maui right now and it's a shame because i was just there like oh. it's, it's it's on fire like a lot of it yeah i Damn. just saw it this morning so wow uh, unfortunate thoughts and prayers for maui seriously hr grant hella dope thank you uh juan torres we will never have a quarterback like Mahomes because Kyle scolds quarterbacks who, who improvise. His micromanagement doesn't let them flourish. Fire Kyle. There is a lot of truth to that. I don't think he wants quarterbacks who improvise. He didn't want Mahomes. He didn't want Justin Fields. Those guys he improvise. Definitely, he definitely Purdy doesn't improvises, want improvises, and they're telling him to stop. He does not want guys to improvise. That, that much we Why do. would you have to improvise when you have the best system? There's zero, reason. There's zero There's reason. Zero no reason ever. Just do your job. It's not that hard. It's not about you. It's about Kyle. <laughs> Comeback player of the year based on training camp. Comeback player of training camp. There's three. I'm going to give the first. I'll put first Brock Purdy because he had such a quick return, way faster than anybody anticipated. It's got to be Brock at number one. Um, I also give it to Trey. Trey's also coming off an ankle surgery. I don't think a lot of people. It's like they forget. But he broke his ankle. I had two ankle surgeries. So I got Brock, Trey, and Javon Kinlaw. 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 Yeah. I would give it to Kinlaw. Mm -hmm. Dude, his career was like on the brink. And he tried to have – he had an ACL reconstruction last year. And it didn't work. And I, I, they, they got Hargrave. They got another player with his first name to replace him. Like, you're done. And now all of a sudden – Hasn't been hurting a long time, improving, kind of kicking ass. And it's like, oh, there's that first round pick who's still like 25 years old. Kinlaw. I mean, he, his, his career, they, I feel like they left him for dead. Maybe they left Trey for dead too. But wow. I don't think, I didn't expect Kinlaw to all of a sudden be able to stay healthy this long. Knock on wood. Um, big deal what he's doing. Yeah, I really hope that this continues for Kinlaw, that he has a good season and earns a second contract for himself and his family. Uh, yep. That would be a great, great story. Um, but, yeah, outside of quarterback, yeah. Javon Kinlaw, definitely comeback player of the year. He looks phenomenal out there, and he's a, a monster. What I love about him is he wears the glasses. He wears the – until the helmet comes on, he wears the black glasses. He's the only one out there yeah. with shades on. Yeah, uh, He's just a cool dude, man. Like He looks like a cool-ass dude out there. Also, like, he's so locked in. Yeah, You know, we all know what happened last year. Like, that was not good for anyone. Right. And he's also, like, been the kind of guy who would, like, dance a lot in practice, which is cool. But I notice he's not dancing as much in practice this year, which to me says he's just super serious right now. Locked yeah. in. He's not talking to anybody on the sidelines. He's just kicking ass, which is great. And I feel like Trey Lance is sort of in that same boat. Like I, I, I really this is this is my year. It's very yeah. important that I perform well in each of these practices, and both of them are doing it. You got to get they're stacking days, Ryan. Yeah, stacking them. Yeah. Okay. Kinlaw is out. Shout out to he you. He used to not be able to practice more than a day or two at a time. Now he's there every day. Respect. No, no problems. Yeah. And, no problem. And shout out to you because Kinlaw is a beast of a man. Like he looked like. He's large. If he knocked my hat off, I'd be like, okay, I'm I'm not gonna say shit. Like Ken Law is legit, man. And I'm happy for him. And when that happened, I thought he had a I thought he was joking. 
I, he has this smile on his face and I, so do I. So I thought he was joking and then it escalated, but then we, but then he was still joking. He started yelling and stuff and, and singing. It was a joke. I thought, and then I escalated. I said the one thing on, on, I said the one thing he didn't like, and he was like, all right, let's go. But at least it wasn't in person at that point. And then we yeah. worked it out the next day, not to rehash the past, but I just wanted to be the guy to give him his props because I never had anything against him. And I wanted this to happen and it's happening. And frankly, what you said about him getting a second contract, I want that. Yeah. I don't want him to like wash out and sit somewhere and be like, man, Grant Cone ruined my career. <laughs> like, no, nah, dude, go flourish. <laughs> go out yeah. and prosper, man. Yeah. I wish you nothing but the best. So, yeah. so far, so good. You got to be happy line. for a guy like Hell that. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. All right. Most underwhelming player of training camp or person of training camp. Most underwhelming. I'm going to go Kyle Shanahan, not a player, as a coach. I was surprised, man. I went there. You hadn't seen it. I hadn't yeah. seen it in person yet. And I went there and I just, I feel like the practices are so routine, so simple. Yeah. Uh, it's the same thing every damn time. He doesn't yeah. participate in the practices. No. He's making Sam Darnold compete with, tra he's making Trey Lance compete with Sam Darnold when it's clear. Yeah. Sam Darnold is not as good as Trey Lance. It's Please. just all annoying to me, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I still think he's a good coach, but he's the most underwhelming. There's a lot of room for improvement uh, with Kyle Shanahan. Okay, I got one, and it's direct. It's like related to Kyle, but it's not Kyle. All right, Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah, they right. really said that he had the most arm talent in franchise history. Stupid! What a franchise franchise, and that he why can't he be the next Steve Young? Like Kyle said that on the record. Why can't he be the next Steve Young? Because he's terrible. Because he's <laughs> Sam Darnold. That's why. Yeah. It's been yeah. interesting. I, I thought he was going to have this whole, like, their their argument is that he's always been good. It's just been the team around him. Man, you were wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Super underwhelmed by Sam Darnold, who um, is a lot like Jimmy in the sense, like, if the first read isn't open, he panics and you know, you could feel it. But yeah. the difference is Jimmy couldn't really move and he just kind of throw an interception. Like Sam runs around yeah. and then throws an interception. You know, that's the funny thing about Jimmy too, is that he's, I think he's actually better than Brock Purdy when it comes to that first read. If it's, if that short first read is open, I think Jimmy's better than Brock Purdy. I think he's faster, more accurate. Than Brock A little more Purdy. zip. Yeah. More zip. It comes out. But once that play extends past two seconds, He's God, sucked. he's horrible. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, Whereas and that's Brock where Brock actually Brady. is calm and yeah. makes plays. It's yeah, a big that's, where, that's where Brock Purdy's way better. And they call uh, it like late in the down. He's better <laughs> late in the down. Sam Darnold is supposed to be the kind of guy who can make plays late in the down. I don't trust him with the ball in his hands for more than a second and a half. Get it out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, part of the reason why Sam Darnold's so underwhelming is because of the hype. Right. Everything we heard. He's the, he's the greatest. Greatest. Uh, what Steve arm? Steve Young. Greatest, yeah, what, the most arm talent franchise history. Franchise history. Just in terms of how they throw. Like, dude. No way. Are you kidding me? He doesn't even have Trey Lance's arm talent. Trey is the most, is the best throw of the football in training camp right now. Yeah. Yeah. And like Brock Purdy, he has less physical gifts than Sam Darnold, but Sam Darnold doesn't know what to do with his. So I'll take Brock Purdy any day, any yeah. freaking day over Sam Darnold. Not even close. I don't trust Sam Darnold. I think he's terrible. Yeah, he's That's QB3. my professional opinion. I think I think Brandon Allen. I don't know. I, I might even prefer Brandon Allen because he knows the system. He's been around. 
Sam looks like he's, if the first read isn't open, he looks like, I don't know what to do. Think about this. Sometimes I even wonder if this competition is legit when it comes to trans Sam. I feel like they had to tell Sam he had an opportunity to compete, at least for QB2, or else why would he come here? But then Brock came back faster. And so is, is this competition legit, or are they just doing this to appease the political side with Sam Darnold. And then at the last minute, they're going to be like, sorry, man. If they're afraid of Sam Darnold's feelings and they're worried about appeasing him, what about Trey, dude? It's a good point. What about freaking Trey? Good point. Who's clearly miserable. <laughs> uh, Brooks says, Lil B the base guy would have been a better nickname choice for BCB. Less salacious and ties to barrier culture. No one remembers Lil B. He was so big like 15 years ago. Lil like, B, the base guy from Berkeley. Lil B, the base guy was great. Yeah, I think he went to Albany High. Could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. He went to yeah. Albany. But yeah, that guy was dope. Still is. At Ryan, in your last ex post tweet, you said that your team, cousins next year, if Trey and Brock aren't the guy, please pick someone else yeah. than Kurt. I'm, I'm tired of messing around. Okay, when I wrote that tweet, I was watching uh, Hard Knocks. And I'm just like, you see, like, what a, and obviously Kirk Cousins is not Aaron Rodgers. Don't, that's not what I'm saying. But when Aaron Rodgers comes in, it feels like the whole energy changed. And he's he's going to give them so much more opportunity than they would have had. The other thing I really like, too, is you're watching Aaron Rodgers coach up Zach Wilson. I mean, how great would it have been to have Aaron Rodgers coach, coaching up Trey Lance and Brock Purdy this season? So to me, it's like I understand. I usually take two or three years before I judge a quarterback. So I know it's premature on both Brock and Trey. But I'm tired of – messing around with these 49ers and their roster. The roster is so good. If we just had a top 10 type quarterback, we should be favorites to win a Super Bowl. And what I saw. They do. The- Did you hear? Brock's the real deal. That's true. All right. Yeah. Right. You, you missed the memo. He's a real deal. They're Stand good. Corrected. They're going to win Super Bowl this year. Yeah. There's no problem. And Colton McKivitz is better than Mike McGlinchey. So they're fine. It's all good. <laughs> Biggest surprise at training camp. I'm going to go with taco, man. Um, I didn't see him getting, you know, he's obviously new. He's only had, what, three, three, four practices. Uh, didn't see him coming here in the first place. And it sounds like he's immediately just wreaking havoc. He's done great at every practice he's been to so far. So that could be, Taco could be a huge missing piece uh, to this defensive edge. Uh, and I'm excited about him. He's built like really slim, skinny, but fast, quick guy. He has a ton of talent. He never really reached it. He's only had 11 and a half sacks total throughout his career. Um, but if anybody can put it together, it'd be Kasurik, you know. Yeah, I feel like they signed him first thing in the morning and they emailed out a, a memo and I didn't check my email. And I was just watching one-on-ones and 77 kept winning. And I was like, who's, who's 77? Yeah. They're like, oh, that's Taco Charlton. I was like, since when? When did the <laughs> Niners get that former first-round pick? Yeah. And I was like, oh, it was this morning. You didn't check your email. So like, it feels a little bit like he could be the Arden key of this year. Yeah. You know, he might be the one who just is a perfect fit for whatever the Niners are trying to do. Yeah. That, that He's my yeah. biggest surprise. I didn't even, I didn't even know he was on the team. Like, you know, <laughs> so yeah, I think tacos, tacos, the guy, man. It's taco time for sure. It's taco time. Um, Danny Gray coming out. I, I, I was surprised. Yeah. I kind of wrote him off. Ty Davis Price. I was surprised. Like those guys improved. Um, but taco, like, I didn't know he was on the team and he's winning reps over and over again. I'm like, yeah. What? So yeah, yeah it's definitely the taco award. Yeah. And you, you brought up Danny though. That's a good one too. Yeah. yeah. 
I got Danny. I got Danny. Honestly, I think Brandon Ayuk, Debo, and Danny are the three for sure locks before Juwan and Ray Ray. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Michael McCann says, Grant, you should ask Kyle if he thinks it would be a fireable offense in any other franchise to throw away three first-round picks and a third. Yeah, he'd say yes. <laughs> Fire me. Yeah. Fire me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, tell me why Brock has to outperform Jimmy this week in these joint practices. Well, for Kyle's sake, I think more than anything. And then not only like, right, if, if, if Brock goes out there and looks worse than Jimmy Garoppolo, the guy that we just got rid of, that makes Kyle look dumb. First of all, not only that, if, if Jimmy Garoppolo is looks better against the 49ers defense, than Brock Purdy looks against the Raiders defense. It's going to be a long season. They really need mm-hmm. Brock Purdy to go out there and outperform Jimmy Garoppolo for the sake of saving Kyle Shanahan's face. And not only that, to give us optimism about the future of this season. Now, I think he's going to. I would expect him to. I hope he does. But he better. I really think it's important for uh, just a lot of things. Yeah. Also, so you got Jimmy facing the Niners defense, Brock facing the Raiders defense. Like it's a much tougher task for Jimmy. Yeah. So Brock, yeah, I mean, it's got it's a big one for Brock. If yeah. Brock struggles and Jimmy plays well, that's gonna be a story. It's yeah. gonna be a big story. And that might question that might shake some of the confidence in this locker room. Like, what are we doing? Right. Yeah. What are we really doing? You know, we've talked ourselves into this kid, but we don't even really know him that well. And right. the guy we do know is over there. And he outshined our guy. I don't expect this to happen, though. I expect Jimmy Garoppolo to continue to play. Like, as bad as he played with the Raiders, I think he's going to be even worse against the Niners. I think he's going to be really, really bad. And it's, instead of it, it's going to be a joke, and we're all going to laugh like this. Ha, 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 ha. Like that. I'm looking forward to that. We're going to throw our that. heads back and laugh. Yeah. Like, oh, the Jimmy joke. That's what I expect to happen. I expect Brock to outperform Jimmy Garoppolo this week. But if he doesn't, that's not good. I mean, obviously, it doesn't mean anything. It's preseason, but it means something, right? Like, within – just how the team's feeling, how Kyle looks. Uh, you know, he got. If Brock goes out there and looks worse than Jimmy, you don't think Kyle in his head is like, "What did I do? Did I do the right thing yeah. here?" Like yeah. questioning himself a little bit. Yes, because you know? yeah. he doesn't think much of Jimmy. So if his own guy's worse than Jimmy, that's a problem. Yeah. All yeah. right. Enough about Brock, though. Give me Trey's objective this week in these joint practices and in the preseason game. Trey's job is to shorten Brock Purdy's leash. That's what I think. I don't think there's – I think it's very unlikely that Trey Lance earns the QB1 spot. I'm really not worried about Sam Darnold too much in regards to that competition with Trey. But what Trey can do this preseason is ball out, and what that's going to do is shorten the leash for Brock Purdy. So if if Trey looks bad, Sam looks bad, and Brock looks like Brock – He's he, Kyle's the leash on on Brock Purdy is going to be long, right? He he can he can lose three, four, five games without being questioned if that's the case. But mm-hmm. if Trey balls out in the preseason and Brock struggles at all this season, uh, maybe it, it's going to be less. His leash is going to be smaller, maybe a cup, two, three weeks. If you know you got Trey Lance who looked amazing in the preseason, right behind him. Uh, so I think Trey has a good opportunity. Right now, he's got to treat this like it's everything uh, for him because this might be his last opportunity to really show what he's about. He's definitely got to be out Sam, but he also has an opportunity to shorten the leash for Brock Purdy. If Brock Purdy struggles, then Trey can be the next man up. Yeah, and I would say for Trey, um, I know it's been tough for you to 
have the right mindset every day because you really don't want to be here or it seems like that. But keep doing what you're doing. I feel like you have the right mindset right now. You're not trying to do too much. You're not forcing the ball down. If you hear that one interception uh, about a week ago to D winners and right afterward, Kyle's like, oh yeah, he should have checked it down. He really hasn't made that mistake since then. He's been taking what the defense gives him, all the short stuff, proving that he can hit it, and then also hitting the, inter the intermediate stuff, throws that maybe Brock and uh, Sam aren't as good at, like the deep outs and stuff. Keep hitting the short intermediate ones. Like the one deep throw you throw you throw and make or miss isn't going to make the difference. Keep yeah. playing the way you're playing so that you can operate from the pocket on time, in rhythm. People will notice. People will Run. notice. Yeah. Move the ball. Yeah. Run the move offense. The move the ball. Yep. Uh, yep. I mean, if nothing else, maybe it'll get bring up trade offers for you. I don't think that's likely at this time of year, but if somebody goes down on another team, it's possible. Uh, so, Trey, this is an audition for not only the 49ers and his future with the Niners, but also the entire NFL. I mean, he's been written off by a lot of teams. He's not even on charts. Uh, all these, like, top 30 quarterbacks, he's not even on the list. Uh, right. So it's an opportunity to make himself relevant again and say, you guys forgot about me. Yeah. All right. Um, before we go, I want to just mention. Uh, hold on, let me get it. I got a sponsorship because we're big time now. Yeah. At US, which is funny because I don't really gamble, but a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. And it seems to me that this is a good deal because if you felt like betting that the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl, you could go here. Like all the little prop bets you would think, you know, how many wins? How far are they going to go? If you believe the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl and you want to put money on it, you could go here. And whatever you decide, however much money is good enough for you, they like put 125 on top of it, 125 percent. So if you put 100 bucks, they'll match 125, and all of a sudden you're betting 225 on the uh, 49ers to win the Super Bowl. So if you're into gambling and you're confident in the Niners and you want to make this bet, you should just do it here. Uh, you, there's a link in the description. Click on it, and when you go, tell them Grant sent you. No, just kidding. Like I don't think people do that anymore. But honestly, it just seems like a really good deal. Yeah. And uh, thank you, BetUS, for betting on my channel. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah, that was, bad. That was, <laughs> that was really bad. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right. Um, I'm going to Vegas. Have fun, man. Speaking of I gambling, don't yeah, do it. Not too much. Just the right amount. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to gamble. You got to put a, put a dollar in the slot at least minimum. That's required. Last time I went, I sat at like one of those bars where they had like a like a little jack blackjack thing like right in front of you, like yeah. video one. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll play 20 bucks and I'll play until I lose all of it. And I played for like an hour. I had like three drinks. It was fun. Yeah, and I'm, I I'm not it. a big gambler either, but if I do play anything, it's blackjack, actual blackjack. That's the way to go. Do you yeah. leave at, when you've made money or do you keep going until you've lost it all? Usually I would keep going until I lost it all because I'm drinking the free drinks. And But, <laughs> but my wife usually grabs me before that point. <laughs> Thomas Billup says, does Trey not get first-team reps now because Kyle knows he's starting preseason with the backups? I mean, he doesn't get first, he gets first-string reps when uh, Brock doesn't practice, but that's he's practicing more and more. Khalil Kemp says, regardless of who players uh, who plays better than who, if there's one thing this team knows how to do is die on a hill. <laughs> true, 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 true. Quana says, Trey Lance objective, do you question, uh, keep showing your progress, and then look at Kyle on the sideline and say, tease Bofa, this is courtesy of Bofa. Thank you, Quana. Appreciate you. That's the show. Next time I see you, I'll be in the desert. Take Have care. Have fun. Have fun, man. I shall. I shall.